Welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch, the podcast that explores the unexplained with humor and curiosity. Hello and welcome to Woo Woo. I'm Rachel Dratch and I'm joined as always by my friend and co-host Irene Bremis. Hello, Irene. Hello. I am so happy to be here. So Irene, when I thought of doing this show, the first person that popped into my mind as a guest was my friend Michael from Chicago because he has enough stories for probably like 10 episodes. I hope he'll come back for all 10 of them. But (laughs) here he is now joining me, Michael Thomas. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to be here with you both. Thank you. What Thank if I, what you. If it's I so really lovely to have like you. <laughs> First of all, a little origin story. Yes. I met you in Chicago yeah. in the 90s. We were both and, actors. Yes. And the first time I saw you was in a show called Lobo A Go Go. Lobo A Go Go. It was playing at the Bailiwick? Theater? It was playing at the, the, well, sort of like it was the theater okay. building, I think. Theater building. Okay, right. Yes. And you were in this very funny show. And in the show was Alexandra Billings, I believe. Alexandra Billings. Who is in right. Transparent. You may know her from Me, the biggest star of all. And Michael Thomas, biggest, <laughs> no, Michael Thomas was playing this like lounge lizard kind of guy. And he's an amazing pianist, too, and wow. composer. Yes, you are. And so he was so funny. I was like, oh my God, that guy is hilarious. And then we became buddies. We somehow. became really buddies. Okay. <laughs> But then as we were becoming buddies, I realized that these stories would kind of pop up over the years. And like you have this kind of endless supply of stories that I would call a bit woo-woo. Well, I think that for one thing, I think it always interested me so much. And I think that when you maybe have an interest, would you be more aware of that stuff going on? I think so. But you even had a few like psychic moments when you were a child. A child, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's when my sisters were were a lot older than me. And they were into it because, you know, the 60s and 70s with the age of like Edgar Cayce, when that sort of thing, you know, Edgar Cayce, the psychic, he was a very famous psychic and I think he did sort of prophecies or things that were going to happen. Okay. Maybe a total sham. Okay. Probably yeah. a womanizer. <laughs> they all were. <laughs> but uh, they were so into that and I think they would talk about it and of course I wanted to be around them because I was just a little kid right. and listen to their stories and they would talk about these psychic things which I always thought was more like a game yeah. than anything. Right. And I remember they did this little exercise with you where you took seven steps and then you took a series of seven, seven steps to get you. I think it was basically hypnotized. They were trying to get my power of attorney, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And this is one of the earliest things I remember is, is that they gave me a name of someone and it was Francis something or other. And I didn't know that men were named Francis. I thought that Francis was a woman's name. So they they asked me about this Francis and they took you through these, okay, now we're going to go the first the first set of seven and the second set of seven, you know what I'm saying? There yeah. were seven sevens. Okay. Um, and then by the end of it, she would say, now, could you visualize Francis? And of course, in my head, I'm thinking, you know, an, an older woman, because we had a neighbor, Francis White, who was always ill. I'm getting off the topic. <laughs> okay. But get back on there. But in my head, what I saw was an older gentleman an older gentleman and he had they said now scan his body in your head ooh, and i did ooh. and he had a light shining right here now on his I, chest on his chest okay yeah and i was probably six years old maybe five years old so it was basically child abuse um <laughs> and i said all i see is a man with a light blinking in his chest 
and I'm sure there was a lot of other things going on there, but I don't remember because I was six. But it turned out that that was my sister's landlord, who I actually knew because, you know, we would go and visit her in Philadelphia. Right. But his name was Stu. But I didn't know that his, his real name was Francis. Ooh. And he had the equivalent of like breast cancer. I mean, I, I didn't know that men got breast cancer, but he had he had cancer uh, on his uh, breast or the, you know, right. the equivalent to, right. and was very ill. But I always had these feelings. I think we talked about this too. I, we always had these feelings of, or I did, when you'd go to sleep at night and you'd lay, I would lay there because I was terrible insomniac, always have been. I would lay there and I would think my eyes were closed, but I could see the room. And so I felt like I was floating above, and then I could look down and see me and see, uh, look, oh. like my eyes would look all around the room and then go up the stairs and oh. or down Astral the stairs. projection? Well, who knows? I didn't know. <laughs> could you, like, spy on people? Or, like, were you oh, seeing? Oh, yes. I, I, what? I picked lottery number. No. no. Oh, oh, spy on people. You've made I this mean... filthy. <laughs> You've made my natural gift into something vulgar. <laughs> One time, Michael and I decided, I don't know how this came up, but we decided to do the Ouija board. And how it, was, it came up? You were always yeah. coming over my house with a Ouija board. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, what? I think it was your idea. I blocked that out. There was a, your I idea. Did? I think that, yeah, I think there might have oh, been sangria God. involved, too. Oh, okay, I've, but see, here's what I remember. It was at your apartment. It was the daytime. Do you remember? I like, do. It was definitely daytime. It was when daytime. I lived in the high-rise up so, there yeah. in Chicago. So yeah. it wasn't like, let's set the scene. It's midnight, da-da-da. It was just like a regular day, mm-hmm. and I guess, I don't know, I guess this came from me. We decided to try the Ouija board, which I had tried the Ouija board like in seventh grade, like you do. That's like prime Ouija board time. And I think I had some success with it, but then I hadn't done it until we were in our 20s, I guess. Um, And so, so we tried the Ouija board and it actually worked. Here's the weird thing. You know, I think it could all be bullshit because you're pushing it and da da da. Yeah. But we both had our eyes closed, right? We both had our eyes closed and I'm so naturally suspicious yeah. of yeah. anything like that and just I felt like every time it would move or try to move we would start we giggling. We would think the other person like, was pushing like it. Like two schoolgirls. Yeah. 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 But what we did was we, I think we asked you know, is there a spirit here with us, right? And then it starts moving and we had our eyes closed. Now I think if it was all bull then it would spell gobbledygook, but it started spelling out it real... It started spelling words. It spelled and I think wow, you were, like Was what? somebody with us that was writing it down or something? That or I don't maybe remember. you wrote it down or something. But, but... It, but it came out the name of Sarah Kurt. And... I'm here with you. <laughs> oh, Sarah! <laughs> Welcome, Sarah. Hello. It's been a while. <laughs> and she told us that she was... <laughs> eh, crazy, but... <laughs> she told us that she was an opera singer. Yes! And then what? we... And then we uh, yes, it's, a, it's like she spelled out opera singer. But then somehow she said that she stopped singing or something, right? And we said, why did you stop singing? And she spelled out, okay, first word, voice, okay? Second word... It goes F A L, and then I was thinking like, well, what, this isn't a word, F A L, and she spelled out voice faltered. Remember Ooh, that? Yes. And that was really weird because faltered. She's like a sort of a nineteenth century figure, right? Well, was or did well, we figure we, that out? Or? I think because we just thought the word faltered is sort of like old yes. fashioned, not something like we would say yes. now. 
And so that's that's that was our experience. That's as yeah. much info as we got from her. Yeah, it was. And, you know, maybe I'm so used to watching those. You know, when I can't figure out how to use the remote, I end up watching some bad horror movie. Yeah, yeah me too. And, you know, there's always that, oh, don't trust who comes through on the Ouija board because that's mm-hmm. a demon just Ooh. appearing as Sarah Kurt in the, the, this evening's performance, yeah. the role of Sarah Kurt, <laughs> who will be played so by Beelzebub. A... <laughs> oh, you thought it was a demon? No, I, it, <laughs> okay. this is maybe after the fact, but you watch those movies and I go, oh, no. It's somebody well, we were it's talking a demon about... It is a demon yeah. trying to get in your doll. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... We were talking about The Exorcist earlier yeah. because they used a Ouija on that and... They right. did, Captain, Captain Howie. Captain Howie. I just exactly. watched that not long ago yeah. again. I looked up the history of the Ouija board because I was wondering like, how it even came about. And like Sorry. I said, you're going to get extensive research on this show <laughs> from Wikipedia. But the Ouija board originated in like the late 1800s, mm-hmm. which I thought it was going to be earlier. But they said it got really popular. This is kind of sad, but it got really popular because it was like after the Civil War and so many people yeah. had lost uh, yeah. people. And I think right. spiritualism sort yes. of had a, a, right. a, a... In Ohio, where you're from. Really? I looked it up. Yeah. And, and it listed all the towns that the Ouija was popular. But then it got manufactured in Baltimore, and it took off from there. But anyway, yeah. So that is, I, from what, your roots, why Ohio, Ohio, do you think? I don't, that was where there was like a whole bunch of spiritualists. They always say that Ohio is one of the most haunted really? states, and wow. I don't know why. Hmm. I feel like do. every state wants to say it's really they haunted. They do. And, of course, yeah. everybody's got ghost hunts now. Right. Sure this oh place yeah. Has them. Oh well, this place oh, definitely this place does. Definitely the Players does. Club is haunted. Now, but Michael has a crazy story about the Ouija. I, I can't wait to hear it. Yes, I heard about, about this. Okay. Now this is you were on tour. With we were on tour. Yes. Gosh, in Pennsylvania. You were in Pennsylvania. We were in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're right. And, well, you remember this? Well, really here's well, what I remember. So long ago. Yeah. Should I say or should? Well, I'll. You I'll, go ahead. I'll, like, I, I'm anxious to see what you remember. Well, what I remember is there was someone on I your tour. My memory. There was someone on yes. your tour who was adopted. Who was adopted. Yeah. And you guys were messing around with the Ouija board. And then do you remember? Yes. They, they, we were messing around the Ouija board, and they said, "Okay, this is, you know, it's spelled out." And again. I don't remember if my hands were on that thing or not. What is that called? The little the, the planchette. The planchette. Planchette. Is that what it's called? That's oh. the kind of technical terms you're going to find here. Yeah, <laughs> from the French planchette. Planchette. Okay. Oui, oui. Um, and I can't remember now if my hands were on it at at any point, but I think they probably were. But it said, "Okay, here's the person. Here's their name." But wait, did you guys ask the thing? Here's what I remember. Okay, here's what I remember. Mm-hmm. The person, the adopted person who was on your tour, they didn't really want to know anything. They but didn't. you guys, the cast, took did. it upon we themselves so, to drag we down. We were so um, interested in, you know, she had been adopted, but all of her records had been lost in a fire. It was through a Catholic agency and had been lost in a fire. And she had at one point tried to find them and then couldn't. Mm. And so I think we were just so curious. And she was at the point where she was not curious anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But we were curious. And so I remember that... They, it said yes. We asked. We know you asked who this is. We, we who we, is her birth? Who was mother. her birth mother? And they gave us a name which I don't remember anymore. And she lived in Altoona, Pennsylvania. That's wow. what I remember. So Altoona, and it said, Pennsylvania. It said she was a nurse. It said that she was studying to be a nurse. She was a student nurse, and she got pregnant. I don't know if it said all this. Maybe well, it's probably what I also in- remember is this is the weirdest thing. 
It gave a phone number. It gave a phone number. Yes. That was confirmed? Yes. Chill factor. It gave us us a phone number. No. Yes. It was like the Ouija board of AT&T. It gave us a phone number. Oh, my gosh. And, And so... She didn't want to call the woman because, I, you know, obviously that's a personal thing that we shouldn't have been involved with anyway. <laughs> but we were young and in, we our, 20s young and and in our 20s. And we were young and in our 20s. And no boundaries. And it was before the war. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she didn't want to call the woman. But we looked it up in the phone book and there's the name and there is the number. Oh, my. Now, again, I'm always skeptical. Yes. I am always, we I always am forever skeptical. always skeptical. And I take all of this sort of with just a, just a, a grain of salt. A giant grain of salt. Giant grain of salt. And I think, well, you know, what if it's sometime during the day we were looking up a number, sometime just and something popped into your head. Yeah. And who knows? Who can explain it? That's the great mystery of the world, right? But you, you guys did call the number. I was going to say, you have to you call did, it no. now. But yeah. you guys did call it at the time, and a woman picked up, but then you guys didn't say anything. We That's what I remember from the story. That was before call waiting. Whoa. We could not be called back. We did not say anything. Right, right. We did not say anything, and we tried to. I remember we had our hand over the receiver, holding the phone over to her. Oh my and gosh! She, she demurred. <gasps> she just. She did. She just. She didn't want to do it. Whoa. And that was something I think that was so peculiar at the time. But like anything, after a day or two, you you start to sort of marginalize it, and then it becomes just mm-hmm. sort of, oh yeah, well that was just something that happened. And, right. And only then, I think years later, does it come back to you as that was really strange. Yeah. That is. How does just that? So I wonder. Work? I wonder just... if that woman ever, you know, once she was by herself later, took the information. Are you still in touch with her? I am not. And would she come on the show? I, no, I, no. Uh, <laughs> would she face no. her accusers? <laughs> no, I was just curious if she like put any stock into it that you guys about this info from beyond. That she was innately shy of the whole experience of yeah. reconnecting with a parent. Uh, so I don't know. And of course, that was so many years ago. Right. That was almost what, 35 years ago oh my gosh. that it happened that I don't have any contact with him anymore anyway. I would have feeling that the woman had probably passed now because right. it was so long right. ago. It was long ago. And she yeah. probably, if she wow. was still alive, she probably has a cell phone at this point yeah, in time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. let's Who ask has, Luigi for the cell let's number. Ask, we need the, cell, cell, the mobile the number. Of, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, that is the that insane is crazy. Luigi story. Okay, so that was that's one Michael Thomas story that I that's, found that, that yeah. stuck in my mind. Wow. Now there's another one. Yes, we were talking about Ouija boards, but we were also talking about <laughs> past lives. Oh, I'm so interested. Done. Oh my God. Dun. I love this subject so much. Like many lives, many masters. Did I, you ever I read went, that book? I'm not Brian sure. Okay. Did. So, oh okay. My, yeah. Okay. Well, so let I me can read it now. Okay. You'll so here's to. my little preface. Here's my thing on past lives. At first, past lives were the thing that I really thought was like, that's eh, full of shit. Like, it's like, oh, I was a general, and really, you were like important, or or I was this famous Cleopatra. person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I was Cleopatra. Yeah. Okay. So we can't all notch, be Cleopatra. Yeah. Exactly. So I just thought it was kind of a bunch of malarkey, right? <laughs> um, then I will say. 
that I did read Many Lives, Many Masters, and that actually kind of turned to me around point a little. point for me too, Rachel. It's by Brian Weiss. Weiss? I don't yeah, know Brian so Weiss. I went to one of his seminars, in fact. Yeah. Okay. So he's a psychiatrist. He's like yeah. Yale, Harvard. Gotcha, like he's gotcha, very, yeah. you know, credentialed. Mm-hmm. And one of his patients, he was hypnotizing to go back just to like when she was a child. He right. hypnotizes. And then she started describing this time that, you know, he she was obviously in another time entirely. Mm-hmm. And so he sort of figured out with her that she was talking about a past life. But then when he hypnotized her, she would meet with the spirit masters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, every time, every yes. time I hear myself yeah. sounding like a wackadoo. But no, she would meet with the spiritual masters, I think is what they were called. And, um, and she told him information yeah. that nobody else knew yeah. about himself. Yeah. Like he had lost a son as an, when the child was an infant. Like no one, this is before Google anything. Mm-hmm. And she knew that. So anyways, I'd like to think of, you know, maybe we don't know everything, mm-hmm. even though you could get, you know, laughed out of a room if yeah. it's like, it's not based in science, but right. I sort of, I sort of like these dabbling into this past well, life. Well, there were cer- certain things that were inexplicable in that book, like this child that was regressed, he was five years old and he was recounting the fact that he was mummified and going through the steps of how they did it in Egypt oh when he was gosh. Egyptian. Now I have the heard, you know, or the, the kids that know a different language. Oh, yes. yes. Or Aramaic. Yes. Yes. Aramaic. Yes. Or they know all about World War II fighter jets because or, they or were... they're reborn into another family. Now we're going crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're like, you, you're nice. not, that was my other mommy. That kind of stuff. <laughs> that creepy stuff. I was stuff. in that Chilling. thing with children. You know that know, thing with that thing? with children about maybe being more aware maybe yeah. we do have that awareness that yeah. that rubs right. off in our right. quest for making money or whatever it is that comes along that Wait, covers it all up Michael you had a you had a past life regression done I did and I need to know first of all what prompted you to do it like how did you come to be doing a past life well thing? do you remember back there this would have been late 80s the woman would come on Oprah and say she was Ramtha. No, Do you, you don't no, remember I don't Ramtha. Remember this and no, I she Oprah was a blonde. She looked like a Southern California woman, oh. blonde hair, and she, you know, pretty, and she'd have sort of a track suit on as we all wore back then. And <laughs> then she would let me go into it. Let me go into it. She'd say. <laughs> Okay. Mm, and then she'd sit cross legs and she'd pull her feet up into a yogi position and Ooh, Imaramtha. Oh god. You don't remember that at all? No. no she I was on I watched Oprah. Oprah a lot, but she I don't was remember on that. Oprah I remember and that. I remember sitting there watching that thinking, give me a, a break. break. Exactly. That yeah. is nonsense. <laughs> And she would have this kind of nondescript, kind of Gandhi accent. Yes, yeah. but, oh my God. Yeah. But that's weird because when I went to someone, like, you know, wait, I, went to, I, went to a, I went to a channeler and she also had, I would call it a nondescript Indian accent is yeah. what she would also put on. So that's interesting. Maybe that's, okay, go ahead. Well, but I think that one thing was I wanted to experience because I thought it was malarkey. Yeah. I thought it was mm-hmm. hucksterism, yeah. you know? Uh, chicanery, I like these, I, like, I was just going to say, can I have some more? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Huxterism, that's a good um, one. Uh, and I thought it was, I just thought it was nuts. Right. And so we found this woman in Chicago. Wait, like you were, so, but you wanted to seek it out. I did. Okay. I was interested in okay, it. Okay, okay. Because 
as I said, I, I had memories of things that Ooh. didn't re- didn't seem to me, or I would have dreams of things that didn't seem to be of our time. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Yes, of course. They I mean, I have that. But not not to the point of oh, you know, well, well I, you know, the, no, you couldn't. But I've heard yeah, people. But you, but it it wasn't like a driving force that there's interest. I just thought you know, like anything, I have the afternoon off. Okay, you know, yeah. one of those kind of things. Right. Uh, we're actors. And we have so, a lot of time off. We would always go to the I can't even remember the psychic bookstore, whatever it was called in in Chicago. I don't know if you oh, remember, I don't remember it. That. It was down on Lincoln someplace, okay. I think. But we would go there and get the books because it would interest it would interest yeah. me and I would read about it, never thinking that it had anything to me, because again, there was a joke side to yeah, it. You know what right. I mean? There's just innately right. a joke side to all of this going, oh come exactly. on. Give me a break. Exactly. Give me a break. Yeah. And so you know, we went in, and it's basically you just lay down, recline. And Wait, they... so you're at the bookstore? No, no, no. They, okay, they, I thought they, maybe they had um, a back They recommended room. somebody. Okay, okay. You were in the back room, yes. Um, <laughs> no, they recommended somebody, and honestly, this was so long ago, I don't remember all the details of where it was. Were you with a friend or you went by was. yourself? No, I was with two friends. Okay, okay. do I know them? Uh, you do not. Okay. No, this was before you. I didn't have okay. the best friends back then. Um, not like now. Not like okay. now, not <laughs> like Peanut. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh so I lie down there and there is a moment of just sort of relaxing and going, I, you know, I'm going to start giggling here. Okay. Yeah. Let me interrupt okay. because yes, I please. feel like I've never done this, but I feel like if I did, I'd feel like oh, I didn't get to go back. Like it wouldn't work for me. Right. That's, I did. Well, that's my well, thing. Well, I have to say that when I went you to the it? seminar with Brian uh, Weiss, he did a, a, a collective regression and nothing happened for me, but that's it happened to certain like. people. I've also been under hypnosis and it didn't work for me, but I think people, you saying that you had this experience when you were younger, maybe you're more open to it. You know, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't okay. know what it is. You know what's odd is when my mom passed away like 15 years ago, I kept saying, send me a sign. Oh, my gosh. Send I me know. something that you're I there. Know. And I yeah. never Nothing. got anything. Nothing. And yeah. so I know that what you're talking about with that disappointment yeah. is that you think, oh, gosh, I would, I'm would. i at the point I right now where I could do with just a little sign, with totally. a little something that, you know, know. Because I think past lives are really interesting, but I think we also... You know, a lot of us tend to spiritualism just because we're hoping for an afterlife exactly. where you get to it's reunite very, like, with your dog who died last right. December. It's a very childlike wish. I mean, it all of this gets exacerbated when you have a, a loved is. one. Is that the whole basis away. of spiritualism? That's what I kind of wonder that myself. Wanna, yeah, that you just want to reconnect with we, people. Yes, I know. Yes. So that's what I. That's what makes laundry. me a big. That's what makes me a big cynic about yeah. it all. It right. is, but yeah. then that's why whenever I hear one of these stories, it's like, okay, we don't. We might not know. We don't know because everything. it's so. It's it's like you said. We want to reconnect with everybody that we, we love do. so deeply that has passed on. Absolutely. But in a way, yeah. I think being a cynic yeah. is helpful yeah. with all this sort of thing because. You don't at the end of the day. I think you found this much more profound than I did, this story coming up. Because at the time, I thought it was very interesting. But I, again, took it with a grain of salt, I think. And I was amazed when I heard this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm dying yeah. to hear okay. the and story, so, Peanut. And so, so we, you're lying uh, down. Lying down. And, you know, whatever the process is. And... You know, pictures start coming into your head, uh, pictures of things and things that don't <gasps> seem familiar to me. And I remember one of the first pictures was just people around a campfire. What? People around a campfire. I don't remember that. Well, that's you. I didn't tell you everything because <laughs> oh. you publish it as your own. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I have a, wait, I have a question. Yeah. Well, as you start seeing these pictures, are you like, what's your 
like are you like oh I'm hypnotized now or are you just in it like no yeah. they they start floating past you okay they just started floating past now me. is he talking I'm sorry one more question is he uh, is he guiding also you, guiding or? this meditation uh, it was a woman but yes a woman? They, well yeah. it was like a relaxation sort of thing okay, okay. just like relax three two and one like yeah. they three, count two, backwards one. or whatever <laughs> yeah it was very similar to the seven steps of oh, seven that I told you about oh, right. where you okay. went and now you're at this Your level and now you're sisters. a little deeper and now you're a little okay. deeper okay um, so the picture. So you see a campfire. So I'm starting seeing these these sort of just images and these 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 memories that are all sort of, you know, sepia toned and <gasps> you, you know what Ooh, I mean. Wow. That sort of long ago age, yes, age. Yeah. And I realize that there is some sort of performance going on. What? That there is some sort of performance and that is is being done at, at, at this camp. At this, what looks like an old west. If you camp. can see my old face west? right now, I'm I mean, this stunned. is crazy. Yes, and I'm no, stunned too. No, but I mean, and the, again, you know how you see things in your head. They're not like, they're not like you're watching a movie or something. They're just little, little. Okay, little I've never done this, so I don't know. Okay, well. and finally, I figure out that they are doing a play. That they are performing a play. But outside at a campground. But outside at a campground, Ooh. like at a campground, and everybody looks, you know, filthy, and everything is. I can, you can sort of feel the damp and the cold <gasps> and the wow. and the and so this sort of goes on, and the next thing i know i i see what looks like light coming through shutters like sun like sundown coming through shutters now this is very specific it was i mean it was crazy but i can still remember that be it 35 years Whoa. ago i can still remember that image and looking around the room and it was all a sort of beautifully wood paneled room not kind of unlike this one so i know that i'm laying there and i get the feeling that i'm sort of in this fever dream sort of not me but who whoever i am laying in this bed i get sort of Were this fever dream like you know that feeling when you have when you're when you're ill okay. and you feel like you feel like oh my god now, is are it you dead? physically feeling this right now i cannot tell you if it was a physical feeling or if it was if it was me thinking it was a physical th- yeah i okay, know what right. i mean yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I i don't remember if i can differentiate but i at that point then two people entered this room Two people enter this room, and I'm laying there on the bed, seeing the people come in. It was a woman and a man, dressed in fashions that were not of our age, but more probably of the 1860s or 40s or 50s or something like that, or what I assumed it was. And they're going around the room. And then I suddenly realize they're robbing. They're robbing the room because I'm in there sick. And then when, of course, they open this door and I can turn my head this way, I see that that it's 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 there's scenery going by like we're on a train or something oh my but i realized no it's a steamship it is a steamship and you could see the rail out there isn't that the weirdest thing but i i i just kept going with it and the woman was talking to me but i could tell with each thing i started to say she was getting a little quieter was this being taped by the way when you were it was being taped okay it was because oh, i asked you if you, had you the asked tape. me if wow. i had that Do you and have that, it? Gone? that yes, is exactly. so many and i will tell you my tragic no story is yes. that our story space got uh, broken into it at 50 maybe we weren't at 5600 but i lived in Chicago, oh. and they took all of our storage stuff, useless tapes, and that was one of them, but oh. mostly our bicycles. Oh. Um, okay. Anyway, but yes, we recorded it all. Okay. And then I start, you probably remember this part, start singing little songs. Start singing little songs out. And so they, she's 
uh, writing, writing them, down. them down, writing these lyrics down. And then I sing these little snatches of songs. And then I'm saying lines, saying lines. You don't remember this? I do. Looking, oh, okay, I do. Good. I'm looking like... I'm saying these lines. And the woman has asked me, what is this you're talking about? And I said, oh, this is from a new way to pay old debts. That's Not what he Shakespeare. said. Cryptic. That's what he said. Yes. And the I, name of the play was. That's what the name of the a play new was. Way. And the lines were from this play. Oh, okay. And so, I know. I know. And so, what? Wait, and, so, and there was little songs there. I have chills. And then, hold on, hold on. Move to the toilet. Move to the toilet. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, you know, she's writing all these lines down. And by this point, I'm feeling like that is me saying these things that that not me me michael now, but, but whoever that is whoever that being is we are one in and the have same you, did you did you, did you wait, get like wait. a close look sorry i don't want to interrupt we'll no that's question. all right okay no a close look at the person that was in the bed like what you look like and no because okay. i felt like my eyes were their eyes okay. so that's what i'm saying right. is i became them is that okay. i felt like i was the person in that bed then. okay and I remember thinking to these people coming in, if you would just give me a glass of water, I couldn't even, I didn't have the strength to reach over and get a glass of water and they were going through and stealing things. So they keep writing these things down. They are saying, well, what part did you play? She asked me, what part did you play? And I named the part, which I don't remember what it was anymore. And then there was a few Shakespeare things. I think you said you're quoting King Lear. King Lear. I was quoting King Lear, which I did not know. Never been a fan of Shakespeare. Oh, I was a theater student, but I, I avoided Shakespeare because, you know, I can sleep at home. Uh, just <laughs> I thought it was just dull, and I never even read the assignment. So I was not familiar with Shakespeare at all. And so they're writing all this stuff down, and then I can't remember if they asked me what my name was. Do you remember? Well, I know you came out knowing your name. I don't know yes. if they asked you. Or I don't you... know if they asked me and I said it or not, but they asked me my first name, and I said Junius. And at what were you? I was an actor. And and where were you? He said, we were out at the mining camps in California. Wow. Again, chills. And now then I'm chills. to get home, oh my God. to get back to New York I where he lived, it. you had to, I think, go across land to get to New Orleans. To get back up to New York, then you take the riverboat up to Chicago, and then you could take a train back to New York. Well, it was exactly. on this riverboat that wow. he passed away. And this is, uh, this is That's all. That's what you said in your tape. Yes. You were like, I died on I, this riverboat. Yes, I died on oh, this riverboat. My chills. And. You know, I know there was a lot of things that I'm probably forgetting from that reading or from whatever you want to call that, from that experience. But this was long before the day and age of the Internet, you know. And so to research any of this stuff, I remember going to the library in Chicago. Like you did. Wow. The card catalog. This is getting so yes. good. And going, to the, going there, and my friends went with me, of course, because they were actually more intrigued with it than I was because I still kind of thought it was just a dream. Right. You know what I mean? Just a goofy dream or maybe... Maybe like within could be still. Maybe I had read an article. Maybe I had done something. I don't remember doing that, and I have a pretty good memory. And Joan. also, but the, the, but, the, but the name Junius when you heard that, yeah. you were 
We're like, what the yes. hell? Like, that wasn't a name that you knew. We right. take, we assume. Actually, no, right. no, okay. no. I'd never even heard that okay. name before. And so we go to the library there in Chicago. And the first thing I did was look up in the card catalog a new way to pay old debts. Um, and nothing really came up. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll look back. It was some sort of theater guide from the 1800s. You know what I mean? Like who toured with what and everything like that. And there it was. That's a play. Oh. A new way to pay old debts. And not only that, because when I, I think it was one of those things they actually had to ship the book to you. Remember that when libraries yes. had to ship? Yes. So this was a long time, weeks in, in, the, in the research of this. The lines that I had read out were from that play. Oh, they were, my- we got a copy of the play, which apparently was a very, very popular 18th and 19th century play, a uh, later than Shakespeare, but still very, very much popular. And so I think that more than anything, I don't know why, shocked me because it was so clear and on the paper. It was so clear, it was so specific, and it was inexplicable. And yeah. the fact that you're drawn to that same, yes. th- those same interests. Yes, and then the songs that, you know, I told you there were little bits of songs. And it wasn't until decades later when I happened to mention my, uh, to my friend, who was a Booth scholar, an Edwin Booth scholar, about these songs. She said, oh, no, here are the songs. And she had little, I don't remember, they weren't Booth, obviously, but they were recorded versions of these little songlets that I'm sure they probably, I think those camp shows were probably hodgepodge of Shakespeare and, you know, popular melodrama or whatever. Right. And so then we had that song bit, too. So then we're researching who would have been out there. And we found out that the Booth family, the patriarch of the Booth family, the father of John Wilkes and Edwin Booth, and many other little Booths, yep. was named Junius Booth. Wow. Junius Brutus Booth. Wow, that is amazing. And he had gone, he had taken young Edwin, 16 years old, young Edwin. Are you here, Edwin? I'm here. Because let me just oh, say, wait, the, Irene, I don't what? know if you're aware of this, but the Players Club where we were sitting right now was started... By Edwin Booth. I believe he lived here. Wow. He lived here. His he lived bedroom here. is upstairs. That's crazy. And I have another connection that's going to give me chills right now, but I lived in his family's home on <gasps> Bleecker Street. What? It belonged to the Will Booth family. Yep. On Bleecker and Grove. Bleecker and Grove. It's a historical spot. I, this is scaring me right now. It's happening right now. It's in real time, people. <laughs> He's standing real behind time, you. Peanuts. He's standing behind you. I, I, it was scary. <laughs> I lived in his family's home. That is amazing. John Wilkes Booth family. What? Yep. Really? On, it's on, yes. on Bleecker and Grove Street. Well, this would this have been Junius's house? I, I'm not sure about the details. Did he details. raise the kids there? I mean, I knew that he lived in a very He lived in apartment. Maryland, I know, because uh, when I did the research on yep. this, he had a country home in Maryland. And so we find this out. And so then, again, very hard to find. We didn't have the internet, so it was very hard to do research on it mm-hmm. because I could find biographies of Edwin Booth. And you could find things about John Wilkes Booth in Lincoln biographies. You couldn't find anything on Junius Booth other than that was his father. Wow. So finally, they shipped me a very, very old book, I remember, the library did. I think it was from California or someplace. A very old, very brittle book. And I went and picked it up, and it talked about how Junius took his son, Edwin, to the West Coast to tour the mining camps what? to oh, do these shows. What? Oh, my God. Yes. That is so specific. And then he said, 
Edwin, I either Edwin left and went back earlier, Edwin stayed. But anyway, they, they parted. And so Edwin came back and took a steamboat up from New juniors? Orleans. Wait, Junius? I'm sorry, Junius. Okay. Uh, went back to uh, New Orleans, took a steamship up the river, and that is where he died, was on that steamboat. That is, uh, that's, uh, and you're still trying to rationalize it even now, well, like sometimes. I, you know, I but, honestly but, but don't think that, about it. This one brings it up all the time. I, I, think I won't shut up about it. She won't, won't shut, shut up, up about, about it now either. I because... think it is one of those things that happened at the time that, that you think, you, you, again, you, you kind of take it with a grain of salt. You don't right. live the rest of your life thinking, I am another person. <laughs> and also you want to, again, I think our natural instinct is to is think, to, no, after right, we are exactly. done here, yeah. we go on Skeptic. and we play on a cloud and, right. and eat all the pasta we want, P. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I had not really thought of it in a long time. But then when my, my dear friend who I've reconnected with from college, Angela is a Booth scholar. Oh. She was the one that started telling me more about the Booth family because I didn't really know that much about them. I knew that he, that Junius was kind of a cad. He left his wife and children in England, came here, started a oh. new, started a new family here, just you like you've done several times. Oh, <laughs> no, sir. No. I've got, I've got uh, a family in every port. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I've learned more about Junius Booth from her. And of course, I've seen pictures. And I think you told me, There's isn't a there picture. a picture of him here in There's the building? There's gotta be here. Here's one. Just a, that's one on my phone. But Let me see. Is know, that him? I know the podcasters can't see. Oh, maybe Listen, I didn't hear it. Um, we'll have to describe it. Look at those there, calves. Those him, are my that's calves. Him as, that's see. him in as dressed for the your big starring role in New New way to pay old debt. Oh, so he was Niles Overreach. That's the name of the character? Because everybody back and then, then the had son... Sir Lady Snippet and things yeah. like that. And then the son, Edwin, went on to play that, too. Well, he wasn't um, much on the I'm looks, sure but there's... I've got those same giant ham hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that there's um, pictures and artifacts. I thought you had told me. In here. Oh, do we yeah. get to explore later? Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. well, bring it That's to... off. Just a That's... touch of it will bring it back. Uh... No, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> That so, is, so a, that I mean, is, that is a crazy story. story. It is a crazy yeah. story. And it is crazy again when I think about it, because I haven't thought about it in so long. But that is crazy. But I will tell you this, when we got done with that, whatever reading or whatever yeah. you want to call it, I could tell it shook the lady who was Ooh. doing the doing the thing. She's like, it she, actually worked. She stopped, <laughs> she stopped talking about halfway through. And when I was done, I remember she was just writing and looking down at a notebook. And <laughs> a clock is right once it no. What do they say? A, a wrong clock is right. <laughs> is, once is a day. right. Like a, yeah, once a day. Clock. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah. Wow. So that was that was that. And then of course for weeks after that, I did research on it to find out more about it. And you know, I always wanted to go to their homestead because their farm was in Maryland. Oh. But I have never made it there. This is the closest I've been to the booth. And there's a statue wow. I think of Edwin, isn't well, there? Well, there's always Grove Street. Was it, it, it so? It was a beautiful people, old home. It's or? beautiful, absolutely yes. gorgeous. Yeah. But people were outside the building all the time taking pictures. Okay, so like after that experience, did you like? How did you feel, sort of having had that experience? Like, did it change your view of? I think it of, honestly. 
I, it was just a personal thing with me because you have to be careful because when something else really strange happened to me, and I, I'll have to remind you of what that was, I it was oh, a very yes. personal thing, right. and I shared it with somebody, and they mocked it. Oh. And then you don't want to share anything more. Yes, you're in a safe with circle that. They, here. I remember no. like really kind of saying this was really, really emotional for me right. and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I got done, and they went, you're a liar. Oh, who no. would say that? Oh, that is no. just not okay, that idiots. Person, that I hope is, he's listening. I hope you're person. listening. Oh, no. everyone's listening to this. Yes, we, we have to have an <laughs> asshole button for people. the show, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, that's why we talk about woo-woo, because you, yeah. like, you, you risk being called a woo-woo. But like, all you did was say your experience. So yeah. People can think and, of that what they meant. And be careful of who you share it that's with. That's a good point. You know, that's why I'm on here talking yeah, publicly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, sharing it to the world. You ruined my that's life. Right. That's right. So you're going I hope to get a few it. talk show appearances out of this. <laughs> on the Jenny Jones show, I will be. <laughs> now we're going to Chicago. Tonight. We are. Oh we God. are. But you know, it is. It is one of those things where it just became personal. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to talk about it. You just think, well, this is something that I experienced, and yeah. maybe it happened, and maybe right. it's all part of the, Do with that what you the will. juices that flow into right. us from the universe. Who right. knows? Yeah, and you I know? mean, you have to talk about your experiences because, you know, I mean, other people can relate to them at times, you know? Absolutely. And you're going to make somebody and probably thought they were, like, out of their minds yeah. at some point. And is it yeah. just a way for us to try and, yeah. and figure Makes out what's sense. going on and have more control over our fates or something? Probably. Who knows but what that it is? Story. That's what I love. That, that, that story is unbelievable. Like and the you fact know, that you were yeah. quoting lines from the play. That I mean, that's what, insane. That I thought that's was insane. very was was that I remember being in that library and turning that page of that book and <gasps> seeing that there was. Well, I knew that there was a name of a play called yeah. that because I'd looked it up in the card catalog. But when they sent me the book and I opened that and I saw the lines, oh. I mean, um, oh my God. yeah, it was it was one of those things where. You just, you have no breath. You know what I yeah, mean? You just breathless. have no breath. Ooh. It's crazy. It's, and, that, and that's what many lives, your vo- many masters. Your voice falters. What's oh. about? <laughs> callback! Oh, that's what we call a callback in the business, ladies and gents. <laughs> Peanut. Oh my gosh. Well, that's amazing. And here we are in the Players Club where your son's... I don't know. Is it weird to come in here? It's, I'm well, proud. We got to yeah. take it. I'm very proud. I'm very proud we of what they accomplished. And look at the, look at yes, the artifacts. I do. I barely got past the doorman, so I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't okay. pause very we'll long at, to look we'll at look things. We'll look around. But, see what comes um, back to you. This place is so interesting, and it has to be haunted, right? Well, should we do like a a reading of some sort? Here is my <gasps> pendulum. It's and, uh, very is, pretty. It's purple. It's amethyst. Okay. And uh, it's just got a bead on top. Goes clockwise. If it turns clockwise, the answer is yes. Okay. If it turns counterclockwise, it's no. Mm-hmm. And if it sort of just kind of goes in between, it's unknown. But it gotcha. rarely ever does that. Gotcha. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Think about your question. Okay. Okay. Whoa. See how that's moving? moving? I'm not moving that at all. Really? I'm not moving it. Whoa, that's moving really that's strongly. That's crazy. Look at my fingers, Whoa. Rachel. Okay, that's strongly that's moving. That's crazy. Yes. Okay. Now, if you want to share, so what? what your so the answer was, is yes. The question is definitely I w- yes. I was thinking, is there any 
truth to what this is? That was my question. Okay, is so you've been told truth? yes. Yes. So now maybe think of a personal question. Or not personal, like something you don't want to share, but like a goofy. It can be goofy or whatever. Something about your future, something silly. I'm thinking too. Okay, so we'll do one more here. Are you thinking about it? I am. Okay. Oh, I have, I have a question too. I'm going to close my eyes. Okay. Wow, that's really going. That's crazy. That's another okay. guess right there, sweetie. So what I was thinking about, should I revisit all this past life thing Ooh. that I have not thought about in 35 years until you oh. drag it up like a skeleton <laughs> from my closet? Uh, oh. Because I honestly have not really thought about it. Your answer is very... Clear, very lucid. Yes, you yes, should pursue yes. and press and that on was with swinging this. Around. That was yes and yes, right there. It I just see. moves on its own. Now, I Rachel, don't, I don't you're next. I have one, but I'll try. I'm next. Yes. Okay, I'll try. I have, I have a question. I'm a scared. Resounding yes. Oh, okay. But at first, it seemed confused, oh. and then it went oval. But then ovate. it went okay. resounding. Yes. I asked if I, I asked, I didn't ask anything deep. I just asked if I will get a substantial job soon. Yes, the answer okay. is yes. All right, I'm just that's something I was like truly wondering. Okay. So you know, actor's yeah. life, you don't know. Yeah, actor's yeah. life. It's up and down. So I was curious about that. Okay, yeah. we'll see if that comes true. That's right. Um so we'll gonna, keep can posting. you do it to yourself? I can do it to myself right now. Right. Really? I'm gonna do it right now. Ask your question. Uh oh. Ooh, that's oh, going the other no. way. That's going the other way. You know why it went the other way? Because I asked Penji if I was a man, sweetie. What? Really? Yes, you can ask it crazy oh. questions just to see the accuracy of it all. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Penji would ever say, quit wasting my time? <laughs> <laughs> Penji. Sassy Penji. Sassy, Sassy Penji. Um, all right, well, Sassy we had success. Penji. Well, we'll see if we had, well, whatever. That was interesting to see how quickly it moved. Oh, Michael, do you, I was going to ask you if you have anything to promote, and I know that you do, because you run this fantastic theater in I'm Ohio. I'm the director of the Renaissance Theater in yes. Ohio, and we do wonderful things. And you do wonderful amazing. Broadway shows. Yes, we do wonderful Broadway. Rachel is coming out to star in a production. Oh! oh that's insubstantial! <laughs> Production of old, what's it called? A new way to pay old debt, starring Rachel Dratch at one hundred and twenty dollars a week. They had different standards back in the old days of substantial. That was a good pay back in. Oh, you'll die on a riverboat. You'll die on a riverboat. (laughs) No, but your theater produces amazing work, and you we do. do We have been we have been very lucky, and and we have lovely support from. From people like you and from people like uh, Jeff and Tina and my our friends Jeff and Tina. And, Faye, that is. Yes, and John <laughs> and Jenny Steingart John. have been yes. great supporters of our theater as well. So, so the Renaissance really Theater in Ohio. And Renaissance mm-hmm. Theater in Mansfield, Ohio. Yes, or it's the, a beautiful or, haunted theater. That's Ooh. another thing. Built in 1928. So many more episodes. What happened a month after it was opened? What? Murder in the lobby. That's Murder true. in the lobby. Murder in, in the, the lobby. lobby. Murder in the lobby. Well, By I'll who? S- a man in women's clothing. Really? And they still say, I will tell you this. What? They still say in the dark corners of the marble lobby, you can see among the potted palms, a man, a tall man in women's clothing. What? That's what they said. Ooh. Oh, that's what they said. I don't oh, go there after my. dark. We do Whoa. only matinees. Well, uh, thank you so much. That for was being amazing. Our amazing. Thank you. Thank you both so much. Extraordinary. Literally They're chilling. chills. Yeah. Literally chills. So thank you. I can't thank you enough. 
Thanks for joining me on this journey into the world of woo-woo. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch is a Q Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez. Edited by Ben Milchev. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.